Sir Henry Fonda. Produced by Charles Vanda. Exciting when there's a storm, and strange things can happen. Now, some people are sensitive to changes in the weather, like me. There's nothing odd about that. It's like people who talk to themselves. I talk to myself a lot. I think about things, and I talk to myself about them. There's nothing odd about that. Come on, Eddie, get the suitcase packed, and let's get out of here. Like that, I talk to myself. You know, just... Making up my mind because there's no one else around to talk to me. Just getting myself on the move again because the landlady wasn't taking care of the room. She was away on a visit, and her husband, Mr. Waters, was slopping around in a bathrobe trying to run the place. Come on, Eddie. He never makes the bed. You use the same towel for a week. It's time to get out. Lock up the suitcase and get going. out without you seeing There's a mean man, Eddie. You can tell by his little eyes. All fat men aren't good-natured. Look at him. Stuffing himself with pig's knuckles or whatever they are. Well, come on. Mm. Yeah. Hello, Eddie. Morning, Mr. Waters. Yeah. Big knuckles don't taste as good as they did an hour ago. Yes, I'll feed the rest of them to Graham's dog. Oh, that'd be nice, Mr. Waters. Yeah. Taking your laundry out? No, sir. These are clothes. I'm leaving, sir. You what? Leaving. I'm sorry. What's the matter, Eddie? Don't you like the place? Yes, sir, but... uh... I gotta get closer to my work. Here's the keys before I forget them. Better wait a while, Eddie. Looks like we're gonna have a storm sometime today. Oh, I don't mind a storm, Mr. Waters. I'm funny that way. Yeah. Well, uh, it'll be a lot better if you'd wait till the wife gets back. Won't be more than a couple of hours. You mean she'd blame you for my leaving? Yeah, she might. Got a nasty tongue. Uh, stick around till she gets back, Eddie. No, I gotta be going. Besides, I ain't feeling so hot. I've been feeling bad all morning. Yeah, getting worse, Eddie. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Waters. It's my stomach. Well, I'm sorry, Mr. Waters, honest, but I, I gotta go. Wait a minute. Ain't you forgetting something? Forgetting something? What are you trying to pull, anyhow? Well, I don't get it. You don't, huh? What about the rent? The rent? Last week's rent. What do you think I am, a sucker? I paid my rent. Oh, you did, huh? Give me that suitcase. Well, I paid it to your wife before she went away. That's your story. Go ahead and leave if you want to, but this suitcase stays here until I get that rent. But you've already got it. You know I paid it to Mrs. Waters. You're trying to make me out a liar? No, but you, you, you were You got here. a receipt? Well, she never gave me one. I said I didn't need it. Give me that suitcase. Don't you take a swing at me. Why, you can't slap me around. Now, wait. Eddie, 
Eddie, my, my back. Stop pushing. Why, you asked for it. Eddie. Eddie, let go. Oh, you don't like it when I fight back, huh? Eddie. Eddie, you're killing me. No, I'm not. Maybe I should. There. Oh, help. Help, somebody. Help. You had enough? Help. Help. Better let him go. He looks bad, Eddie. Huh? Who, who are you talking to? Myself. Get over there, you fat. I pushed him too hard, I guess. Gee, he looks bad. He, he's out cold, Eddie. Mr. Waters? Mr. Waters, you all right? Somebody at the door. Better be quiet. Hey, Waters! That's Mr. Graham from next door. That clock's awful loud. Store the blankets. Why don't you try not Just step over Mr. Waters, Eddie. He looks bad. There. Now, quiet. Right up here is a place to hide from. And if they start upstairs, I can crawl in the attic. Waters! No answer, Graham. Wasn't that what I told you? Come on, I'm now going. I gotta listen. I guess we gotta see what they do, but try, try can't let them see me. There. Yeah, they Come on in. Do, do you think we ought to? Sure. I'll bet a pretty something's wrong in here. Come on. Uh, I don't like it, Graham. I, I'm getting out. And leave me alone. Nothing doing. Oh, this ain't none of my business, Graham. I, I feel like a fool if Waters comes strolling down those stairs. Well, he's not gonna. Look. Look, look under the table. Good Lord. Waters. Say, listen. Well, let's get the table away. Don't stand there. I don't like this, Graham. Let's get the table away. I tell you, maybe he's hurt bad. Grab the table. All right. Uh, Waters? Waters, you all right? We'd better call a doctor. Yeah, well, there's a phone over there. Uh, hey, wait. Hmm? We don't need no doctor. What? We need the police. The, 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 the police? Yeah. The guy's dead. Waters was dead. The words made me weak. Sick all over. I hadn't hit him hard. I, I just grabbed him around the neck and pushed him back when the fight went out of him. I remember the table, though. When he fell against it, it, it tipped up and must have smashed the back of his head. That was it. That had killed him. 
And now, now they'd start looking for me, and when they found me, they'd hang me. They'll say you killed him, Eddie. And you'll hang for it. They're calling the police now. When they find you here, they'll say you killed him, whether you meant to or not. And they'll be right, Eddie. You did. But maybe you can get away. Listen. Be quiet. See what's going on down there. No sound but the clock. Wonder where they are. You, you can tell the police about this when they get here, Graham. Stick around. You're a witness, too. No, no, sir. I'm going back home. I don't want to get mixed up in this thing. What's the matter? Are you yelling? No, no, I ain't yelling. I told you before this was none of my business, and I'm getting out. All right, right, go on. Get out. I'll wait here until the police come. Maybe now's your chance, Eddie. He's all alone. Sneak downstairs before the police come. Get out of this house and get away, far away. Watch out for the stairs. They squeak. Who's there? I thought I heard something. Getting jumpy, I guess. He's right below you, Eddie. But he can't see you. Take it easy. Now's your chance. That heavy chest. Drop it on him. Of course, you don't want to kill him. But if you do, you can get away from here. Just lift it over the rail and drop it. You killed one man, or they'll say you did. They can only hang you once. Lift it slowly, Eddie. Slowly. Now, lift it over. Quiet. your chance. You let the clock scare you. He's gone. The police, they're here. For the first time, panic overtook me. I set down the chest and stepped back into the shadows. Beside me was the door to the hall closet. Now remember that in there was the trap door which led to the attic. I slipped in, got a foot on a wall hook, and scrambled up over the clothes that were hanging there. I pushed back the little trap door, lifted myself through the hole, and, and listened for a minute. I could hear the muffled voices, but I couldn't hear what they were saying. They must be down there with Mr. Waters. Somebody's coming up the stairs. He's coming down the hall. The attic was long and low. He wouldn't think of anyone being up in there. Or would he? It was dark except for the light from a small ventilator. I moved back into the shadows. I crouched low because the space was too small to stand up in. Suddenly, my hand brushed against a short piece of pipe. It had been left there for a long time, and the dust was thick on it. But it was a weapon. It made me feel safer. I moved quietly over to the trapdoor and waited. Get ready for him, Eddie. If he opens the trapdoor, you'll have to hit him. 
They can only hang you once. Anybody up there, officer? No, nobody here. I must have passed out for hours. When I woke up, the attic was black and heavy with heat. Still, there was no storm, only a vague threat and distant thunder. And inside of me, there was a threat, too. The beginning of a storm. My head ached and my mouth was dry. I knew there was cold water in the icebox, and I wanted it. The storm was coming closer inside of me, and I had to be moving. I slid the cover back and listened. The house was quiet, with only the ticking of the big hall clock. So I dropped through the hole and started down the stairs. Don't let that clock scare you, Eddie. There's no one here now. Maybe you can get out now, Eddie. There's your suitcase in the hall. Don't forget that. Someone's at the door. Hello, Mrs. Waters. Uh, the wife wants to... Oh, it's you, Mr. O'Farrell. I'm glad someone come over, even you. Mm-hmm. I've been alone for hours, ever since the cops got me back from my sister. Well, the wife says... Oh, gosh, I... I can't tell you how bad I feel about Come this. Come in, Mr. Farrell. Yeah, he, he was a swell man, Mrs. Waters. Your husband, I mean. Yes, yes, he was. Yes, sir, he really swell. They didn't come any better than him. Anyway, anyway, the wife's seen you from the window, and she said to me... Won't you come to... in, Mr. O'Farrell? In? In there? I mean, well... Just for a minute. Well, all right. Just for a minute. They won't find you, Eddie. Not if you stay quiet and keep back here in the shadows. I am. Uh, I, I can't stay long. Anyway, the wife wants to know that if there's anything we can do. I mean, if you're scared to be alone or no, anything. No, no, there's nothing. I just finish up my dinner and I'll go to bed very shortly and I'm not frightened. Oh, gosh, gosh, it was awful. Simply awful. Yeah. The way he was lying there and breathing so heavy. I was standing right there looking at him. And it was the way he was breathing that got me sort of gasping. You, you know what I mean? Yes, yes, I, I know, Mr. Farrell, but he's gone now, and there ain't any good in... Listen, listen. Did you hear something? Listen. Hear something? Where? It sounded like somebody breathing. Stop breathing, Eddie. I don't hear anything. Good Lord. It sounded just like him. What on earth are you talking about? Your nerves are all on edge, Mr. Farrell. No, uh, look, I've I, I got to be getting back. If you're sure there ain't nothing you need now. No, I, I'm quite all right. Now, if there's anything you want, you just call I'm going right to bed. I, I don't feel well. Well, I shouldn't wonder. I shouldn't wonder. I'll tell my Never wife. Never mind. I'll be all right. All right. Good night, Mr. Farrell, and don't worry about me. Yes, well, good night. i got to get back to the wife. Good I gave her an hour to get to bed and to sleep. I stayed right there counting the seconds and listening to the ticking of the big clock in the hall. My muscles were stiff and my throat was dry and sore from swallowing. I hardly dared breathe. Finally, I slipped out, picked up my suitcase and started to tiptoe out. The back door would be the best, I thought. 
I went slowly in the dark, thinking that I could see the spot in the kitchen where Mr. Waters' body had been after the fight. But the back door was in blackness. I tried the knob softly. The door wouldn't open. It was locked. Not with a night latch, but with the old-fashioned iron locks that were on all the doors in the house. There was no way out without a key. I started for a window. That was no good either. The screens were heavy and were nailed firmly in place. I'd help nail them myself. I knew that cutting them would make too much noise. There was no way out except with the key. And that must be in Mrs. Waters' room. Back down the hall, I went to the downstairs bedroom. The door was unlocked, and I opened it and listened. She's asleep, Eddie. Listen. The keys must be on the dresser, Eddie. Right over there. The storm was getting close outside, and, and I felt all stormy inside. I had to get the keys, get out of this house. It wasn't too dark to see Mrs. Waters in bed. She was breathing heavily. I brushed past the bed and my knee touched a chair. I went on until I felt something waist high. The dresser. I moved my hand slowly over the top. First some clothing. Then I felt around for the keys. They weren't there. I felt more slowly. A hairbrush. A comb. Then a pile of hairpins. Where was the key? I held my breath until Mrs. Waters started breathing regularly again. I was shaking now. And scared. And the storm was building up inside. I reached into a drawer. I tried not to make any noise, but there was some. I reached inside. There was something steely and cold. The key. No. No scissors. Long ones, sharp and pointed. The phone was frightening. I wanted to run to get out of the room. But I couldn't remember where the door was. I held the scissors like a weapon. A knife. And flattened myself against the wall. Oh, dear. The phone. Oh, the he hide somewhere. The phone at this hour. I Clarence. stepped back into the closet. Pulled some clothes in front of me just before she snapped on the light over the bed. I'm coming, I'm coming. I talked softly to myself like I always do when I'm alone and scared. You've got the scissors, Eddie. If she comes in here, you'll have to use them. They must know you killed Mr. Waters. It wouldn't be right to kill her too, but... What if she finds you, Eddie? You're no killer, Eddie, but, but you can't be caught. You can't. If she opens the door, do it. Do it quickly, Eddie, and then run. Where's that dang bathroom? All right, all right. She didn't find you, Eddie. You didn't have to kill her. She just took her robe off the hook. Hello? Yes? You didn't have to kill her, did you? Oh, hello, Mrs. Fair. Not yet. What? But now's your chance, Eddie. Her handbag's well, on the bed. Let's see. Oh, you must really Here they are. The keys, what? Eddie. Get well, the back right. door before she's through. I'll Hurry. Stay up and let you 
Walked a long time in the rain while the storm out inside me settled down the same steady rhythm as the raindrops. I hadn't eaten all day and I was weak and shaky. The water dripped from me and the bag slapped against my leg and my shoes made little splashing noises in the mud. I counted my footsteps. I counted to a thousand and then started over. And then through the rain I saw an all-night diner. I shook the rain from my hat, looked inside... There was a man in an apron. No one else. I hesitated for a moment, but the smell of food and coffee came to me, and I opened the door and walked in. Ah, what'll it be? Uh, coffee. Coffee? <laughs> Bad. Boy, you're really wet. Yeah. Boy. Give me a sandwich, any kind of sandwich. Sure, sure, sure. Coming up. Uh, look, kid, take off the coat and let me hang it up for the coffee boiler. Oh, I'm all right. Let me have the sugar. Sugar? Cream? No. Mm. You sandwich all right? It's all I got. Hello, Casey. Well, what's cooking with the police department on a night like this? Plenty, Mike. Uh, give me a cup of coffee in a hurry, will you? Cop, Eddie. Don't run. Take it easy. Coffee coming up, Casey. Hey, kid. Hey, Beef sandwich okay? Sure. This raincoat's dripping all over your floor. I'll hang it up, Mike. Okay. It's really wet out there. Mm-hmm. He's hanging up his gun, too, Eddie. Maybe you can get it if you have to. Well, how'd you get so wet, kid? Didn't see you before. Uh, I got caught in the storm. Yeah. I see. Oh, thanks, Mike. Look, kid... Maybe you'd better come along with me down to the station house. It was done. It was over. They'd caught me. I'd felt free up until now. I looked at where his gun was hanging by his raincoat. Now I'd have to try it. I'd have to kill again, I thought. I could get them both and get away, maybe. They could only hang me once. How about it, kid? I'll book you as a sleeper. For morning, you'll be dried out on your way. Okay? You mean... You mean just sleep there? Well, well sure. <laughs> there won't be any charge against you. Well... Well, thanks, but... Uh, I've got to get along. Okay. Have it your own way. Well, what do I owe you, Mike? Just a dime. Uh, yeah. Thanks. You been hitting the ball tonight? I'll say. Been taking the dock around. Have to go back and pick him up now. Oh, emergency case, huh? Yeah, doc called it botulism. Something like tomain poisoning. Said it was from eating pig's feet. Old Lady Waters up on Elm Street. You gotta be awful careful of them things. Well, they'd wonder about them, but I guess she ate them anyhow. They were from the same batch that killed her husband earlier today. But she didn't know that was what happened to him, and... She ate him, too. Ah, uh, Tomaine's bad stuff. Hits you just like that. Yeah. Well, so long. So long, Casey. More coffee, kid? Uh, no, thanks. 
Did you hear that about Mr. and Mrs. Waters both dying from the same thing? Yeah. Pig's knuckles. Ah, oh, you gotta be careful of that tomaine stuff. Well, looks like the storm's over. Sure is. The moon's out. Just a summer storm and now it's all over. Yeah, it'll make it nice for you. Feel all right? Me? I feel swell. Fonda as star of Summer Storm. Tonight's study in Suspense. This is the Armed Forces Radio Service.